When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1137, How the Aspiring Minimalist Can Modify the KonMari Method by Jen Smith of modernfrugality.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Monday, a happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, a holiday here in the States. And welcome back to Optimal Living Daily or the OLD podcast, where I read to you from some of the best blogs I can find and get permission from, mostly covering personal development and minimalism on this show. Today covering minimalism and the trendy topic of the month, KonMari, which is the method that Marie Kondo teaches for tidying up. She has a special on Netflix where she helps families tidy up their houses. It's an interesting watch. She's huge in Japan. Speaking of, ohayo gozaimasu, konnichiwa, ka konbanwa to all the listeners in Japan. I've learned a few Japanese phrases, as you can see, or hear, I should say. I can't really speak it yet, or understand it, really. Skoshi Anyway, today features a brand new author for the show. I'll tell you more about Jen after the post. So for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. How the Aspiring Minimalist Can Modify the KonMari Method by Jen Smith of modernfrugality.com. Have you been sitting in your house wondering where all this stuff came from? If you're like me, it didn't come all at once. It crept up slowly over years. A new apartment brought new furniture, new marriage brought knickknacks and kitchen gadgets, and new jobs and events brought logo tees I swore I was only going to wear around the house. Did you know that the average home size in America has increased by over a thousand square feet since 1973? And the average family size has decreased, so we should have so much more room for activities. Yet we still feel trapped in homes that seem to shrink every time we come back from Target. If you feel this way, then you're probably ready to embrace a more minimalist lifestyle. There are many roads to minimalism, and the first step is figuring out which way is right for you. I personally like the KonMari method by Marie Kondo, with a few modifications made along the way. She's not a minimalist per se, but that's kind of why I like her. What is the KonMari method? I was introduced to the KonMari method to decluttering when I read Marie's book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. I thought I was pretty minimalist already and blamed most of the clutter in the house on my quasi-hoarder husband. But even for someone who doesn't love to shop or accumulate, Marie showed me there were still items in my closets and drawers I was personally holding on to for the wrong reasons. She recommends a category-by-category declutter versus room-by-room. You start with the first item group on the list, take all of that particular item out from every room in the house, put it all in a pile, then decide what stays and goes. There are rules to follow that will help speed up the process and keep it going. 
Her method is definitely a rip the band-aid off kind of approach. Other great minimalists offer insight to doing things slowly and easily, but Marie Kondo says you shouldn't drag the process out any longer than you have to. I'm an all or nothing person, so this sounded great to me, but I'm also really busy, so I took the essence of the KonMari method and modified it for my needs. If you're a visual person, I made a free printable schedule called Weekend KonMari Tidying Guide, because everything is more fun as a printable challenge, right? She recommends doing everything in a weekend, but I was happy to see in her new Netflix series that she allowed people six weeks to complete the process. It's much more reasonable, and I hope it'll get more people on board with her program. How do I make the KonMari method work for me? While in the fibers of each episode's narrative, but not clearly stated in her Netflix series, are her rules for tidying. Marie's first rule to decluttering, which she calls tidying, is to commit yourself. This is aided by the second rule, to imagine your ideal life. It's basically visualizing your why for wanting a more minimalist life. That can be less time cleaning, a more calming place to come home to, or for the ability to downsize your home. Her third rule is to finish discarding first. If you love organizing and planning, raising my hand right now, then it can be tempting to organize between every group. Guilty. But because I wasn't able to do everything in a weekend and I didn't want to live in a tornado all week, I opted to organize between groups. I don't know if Marie would approve, but it worked best for me. Next is to tidy by category, not location, and to follow the right order. She breaks up the home into five categories of items, clothing, books, papers, miscellaneous, and mementos. The point is to find the hidden things where they shouldn't be and to keep similar items close together so they're easier to find. I love this concept because it starts with the end in mind. If I keep all my papers in one place in one room, then I'll never have to search the entire house again looking for one bill or receipt. I tried to follow this rule, but it was hard to remember all the places I kept things, and I felt it was more important to get the job done than scour every inch of my house to make sure I got everything on the checklist. Done is better than perfect. The order is important because it starts with the easiest and ends with the hardest. Marie says if you try to start with mementos, you'll never get past them. And the last rule to aid in your tidying up is to ask yourself if the item sparks joy. This is kind of what she's famous for, right? It's also my least favorite part of the KonMari method. Marie talks to her items and equates them to the source of joy in the room. That's where the minimalist and Marie's paths diverge. The purpose for my decluttering isn't for the sake of having a decluttered and joyful home, it's a byproduct of wanting a simpler, more fulfilling home in life. I have to admit it sounds a lot weirder in the book than it does watching it on TV, but the principle for me remains the same. I want to only keep things I like and use frequently, but I don't wanna trick myself into thinking that they are the sources of my home's joy. But I did find one other phrase she used to be really valuable when getting rid of something difficult. Marie thanks the item for whatever it brought in the moment or season it came into the house. She is the example of a skirt that's barely worn and fits fine, but never gets worn. She bought it because she thought she wanted to dress a certain way, but over the years, couldn't bring herself to like it as much as she wanted to. She thanked the skirt for teaching her more about her true style and acknowledged the sunk cost as the price she had to pay to learn that lesson. Marie's was a skirt, mine was a dress, a beautiful sequin party dress that I idolized but wore only once and couldn't bear to part with. It's a person I wanted to be, but just wasn't. I thanked that dress, in my head, and let it go. Ready to get started with the KonMari method? 
I highly recommend the book and the Netflix series to learn more about the logistics of our decluttering method and take comfort in the knowing that you can declutter using the KonMari method too, no matter how much time or space you have available. This method is best for people who are ready to rip the Band-Aid off, so to speak, but can really be modified for anyone who sees value in it. You just listened to the post titled, How the Aspiring Minimalist Can Modify the KonMari Method by Jen Smith of modernfrugality.com. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Hopefully today's post shed some light on the KonMari craze if you're not already familiar with it. And the author Jen has a cool free KonMari weekend challenge guide that accompanies this post. You can find it linked in this episode's description along with Marie Kondo's book. Jen and her husband paid off $78,000 of debt in only 23 months. So she writes about how to pay off debt efficiently and how to stay motivated on the journey. Come by modernfrugality.com to learn more. And thank you, Jen, for the permission to narrate her articles. And I'll leave it at that. Hope your week is off to a great start. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to the show. It really means a lot. I'll be back tomorrow. That's ashita in Japanese. I know that word too. Where your optimal life awaits.